You're listening to Tekken Songwheel. Hey guys, uh, and welcome back to another um, podcast episode of Tekken Songwheel. Um, so today we're going to be talking about how um, all of the WWDC uh, recaps. So um, WWDC officially happened today. Um, so today we're again today we're going to be talking um, slash recapping on. Um, some key features and enhancements to iOS 15, and then we'll talk about iPad OS 15, and then we're just going to talk about some main features of each other product. Now, um, so first off, let's get started with iOS 15. So, um, one of the main big things that have, I understand, haven't gotten a big, um, you know, development. Um, in it until like iOS 12, iOS 13, um, is FaceTime. So now, um, so if you have a pack of AirPods or if you have um, AirPods Max, you will now be able to um, have spatial audio uh, with FaceTime. So it, um, it seems like um, your, fr- your friends or family's voices will be coming um, in from the direction in which they're posi- uh, positioned on the call. Um, next up is portrait mode. So um, on Zoom and on Gmeet, um, they usually do stuff like virtual backgrounds. Now, I would have loved to for FaceTime to have that virtual background feeling, but they haven't added that yet. But instead, they've added something called portrait mode. Um, so inspired by the portraits you take in the camera app, portrait mode in FaceTime blurs your background and puts the focus on you. So, for example, um, because uh, if there was a video, I'd be able to show you. But um, um, what I um could do is if I went into a FaceTime call, I could um go into Control Center and go into and tap I think there's a feature where you can tap um voice isolation or I think it's um my portrait mode on or off or something and then you can click on portrait mode and then it will click portrait mode on or off um I'm not a hundred percent sure because I've only downloaded the beta just today so I'm only getting used to the um FaceTime things just today um but they are good and um, next up, we have audio enhancements. So um, sometimes I feel like when I'm in a FaceTime call that the video, uh, the voice, um, the audio, sorry, what am I saying? Um, the audio, it doesn't, um, it, um, it captures background noises as well as my voice. So, for example, if I was saying stuff, um, they could have, like, a few other people's voices in the background or blah, 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 or, like, a heater on or something like that. With voice isolation mode, um, the microphone um, mode spotlights your voice by using machine learning to identify um, ambient noises and block them out. So if uh, you were to turn them on, um, turn voice isolation mode on, um, it would only um, send out the to the FaceTime call my voice. Next up is also something similar to voice isolation mode is wide spectrum. So if 
um, you want it to capture every bit of your sound. Um, you can enhance wide spectrum mode where every single sound, even a, like um, a feather drop, even something like that, uh, it will be copied into the FaceTime. Now, um, I don't actually see why um, this would be a change, but grid view. So this microphone mode brings every single sound. Uh, whoops, sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing. Um, grid view lets you see people in your group FaceTime calls. So, for example, um, if and it also highlights the current speaker. So um, I could have my... Uh, the people in the FaceTime call in a grid view and then the people who are uh, the speaker or people who are currently speaking would be highlighted um, and you'll also be able to see up to six faces in the grid at a time. Now next up is something that I thought um, really helps because most people are actually buying Android devices but um, probably half the population in the world still has iPhones. So, for example, with FaceTime, you're always wanting to connect. Um, it, let's just say you like FaceTime, but the person you're wanting to connect with uh, has an Android device. You can actually now do something called FaceTime links, where invite your you can invite your friends or family into a FaceTime call using a web link you can share anywhere. And um, you can join web FaceTime on the web with Android. So, for example, if I was to send the link to my friend, my friend could join in without an Apple ID and to have their name put in and then they could join automatically, which is really good. Um, and, in, um, and with the same um, features as what you'd get on the app experience. Also, you can now have browser interfaces. So, uh, like, for example, Windows, I think this is, like, the only one because Mac already is supported. So, like, Windows or I think Linux, I don't know, um, Windows, you could go to, you could put the same link in a Windows tab and it will automatically load up, which is really good. Um, now, I'm not going to explain any other things, but... I think overall, this is probably the best feature that I think we've all been waiting for, um, which I'm going to just explain right now, is share play. Now, this will allow um, your um, you to share your screen um, with your um, audience. So you can watch together, listen together, share your screen Um smart um, volume, shared music queue, multiple device supports. Like, uh, it's really cool. So I'm just going to explain this. I, I don't really need to, but I'm going to explain one of the features about it is multiple device support. So you can connect FaceTime over to your phone while watching a video on your Apple TV or listening to music on your HomePod. So that's really cool because you can connect your um, FaceTime over different devices, which is really cool. Now, I've just realized, guys, that um, this is going to take almost an hour to explain everything. So I'm just going to explain probably the p perfect feature on, on each platform, and um, that can be it. You can go, if you go, go to the apple.com website, if you are in Australia, do not go to the Australian website, go to 
um, the UK, um, US, and there'll be a iOS 15 preview as well as iPadOS um, 15 preview as well. All right, so next up is messages. Now, um, obviously, as I'm seeing down here, the new shared with you feature is obviously good. So what happens is, let's just say someone sent me something or someone sent you something and um, you didn't want to see it right now, but you wanted to see it later. There's something called pinning conversations where you, I don't know if that, um, sorry, excuse me for one moment. I actually don't think if it's with conversations, I think it's only with like links, images, um, but I could be wrong. So double, when you get the beta or when this comes out in September, double check for me and let me know. Um, well, don't let me know, but just check if it works. Um, if, um, a conversation can be pinned. I again, I don't think so, but I don't know. So, um, the you can share, you can pin links or photos or Apple news stuff or Apple Music stuff, and it will appear in the exact same app that um the content can be used from. So, for example, um, I wanted to pin a photo. Um, or I wanted to, um, that meant, sorry, blah, 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 that meant that I could, um, pin it in a special place in the app and I could view it later. So for example, I pinned a photo. There's a new place in the selected, um, apps where you can go and it's something called shared with me. You can click on that and then all the pinned things from the application's um, contents will be in there. So, for example, photos will be in there if you're in the Photos app. Safari websites will be in the Safari app. Apple News feeds will be in the Apple News tab. Apple Music will be in the Apple Music podcast, and so on and so on. So, that's mainly the feature great with messages, along with other great features, such as emoji changes or added... Um, notification options in messages um, and all of that. Now, there's this really cool feature called Focus. Now, this is something that I think most of you will enjoy where um, it matches your devices to your mindset with Focus. So basically, like for example, if I was to tap on my Focus icon, I could click on Work and I would be able to assign um, notifi- um, um, specific apps that I'd be able to get notifications from or I, and specific people that I'd be able to get messages and calls from or in personal, again, um, for, uh, I could assign specific um, messages or people and specific apps. Now, um, this could be really good because um, it... No, I always find with notifications that you're always, um, there's always too many per day when you're trying to work or you're trying um, to do personal work. There's always all the icons in, all the notifications in different things. So I reckon that's really cool. Now, um, let's turn to notifications as well. So um, notifications have a fresh new look. Um, and larger icons. 
they also have something called the notification summary where you'll be able you can set a time in your day where um so it could be at the start of your day it could be at the end of your day and all the notifications either overnight or during the day would be put in there that you didn't receive from the focus so let's just say i did my work all my personal apps that i didn't assign or all the personal people that i got calls from or messages that would be in the notification summary saying i'd have to call someone back answer a message or look at a notification from an app. Now, you can also mute notifications. I'm not really going to go into any other bit, but yeah. Now, I'm just going to check how many I need to go through. One, two. Because I'm, I'm obviously not going to explain everything because that's going to take a really long time if you know what I mean. One, two, three, um, four. And then five. All right, I'm going to explain about five more things. And then I'm going to explain something from iPadOS. And then I think I'm just going to leave it there. So um, next up, we're going to um, swipe on over to Maps. Now, um, you all know that last year um, at DubDub, um, one of the main things that was introduced um, in Maps was uh, cycling. So um, in set in the, in um in countries um you can get cycling directions so for example if i wanted to ride from my house to my work i could get automatically um automatic directions like if i was to drive there or walk there and um since then not a lot of countries have been popping out which i've actually found really annoying um because my country hasn't been supported, but they've just confirmed that later this year, um, my country will be in um, in the support, which is going to be really good. Um, and yeah, and there's also a new thing called interactive globe, where you can decide um, discover a 3D globe, and you can also um, get a going step by step directions with. Um, augmented reality which is really cool now next I'm going to turn to Safari now um, Safari is really good for web interaction all of that but um, with I'm just going to start off with two little things that I think we need to um, spotlight a bit is um, tabs so sometimes um, with tabs you can always find that um, you always open seamless um, tabs. So you've got like a million tabs per day. Um, there's this thing, excuse me, um, there's this thing called tab groups, which will save and organise your tabs in a way that works best for you. Switch between tab groups in the tab overview. And so, for example, um, I could do something like, um, sorry, we just got cut off there. So as I was saying, there's these things called tab groups where you can save and organize your tabs in a way that works best for you. So you can switch between tab groups in the tab overview. And so that means that you can organize tabs as well. Now, um, 
there's this new thing where I actually think we needed to have, and that tends to web extensions. So that means that um, extensions like from Chrome or from Mac are automatically added to um, iOS and iPadOS. So that means that in Safari, I could get like an ad blocker or something like that to keep me safe, and it will allow it. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. Again, you can go to the preview changes and look more about that. Now, next, I'm going to turn to Wallet, which is something that I think we all use every day. And there's this really little key called um, Office Keys where for supported corporate offices, you can add your corporate um, access badge to wallet and then you can use your iPhone and Apple Watch to access locations where your corporate badge is accepted, like a lift or an office um, entry or something like that. Um, And then there's also car keys, which was um, enabled last year. Um... And also something like that. And there's also hotel keys, which will be um, rolled out in Hyatt later this year as well. And also home keys with um, to, with wallet as well on home key door locks, um, which are compatible. So now I'm going to turn um, to something that I think I need to, um, is a new feature altogether, and that's called live text. So that means that if I was to take a photo of something and I found some text in it that I found really useful, but I don't want to type it up or retype it, I can now um, copy and paste text that is in photos. So let's just say I took a photo of a box that had some shipping information on it. I, If the live text logo pops up, I can click that live text button, click on, let's just say, a phone number, or a shipping address and find, and track my shipping thing from where it came from to where it was to my house. And, for example, a phone number, if I was to try and call someone, like an ice cream place or something like that, I was able to do it. Now, um, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because... Um, I will. I do want to spend some time on iPadOS and a few other main features. But um, photos, so memories which have Apple Music. So um, you know how there are memories that um, upload for you um, when you go when you go places and stuff like that. You can now, in addition to hundreds of newly included songs, Apple Music. Music subscribers can add any of the 10 of million of songs from the Apple Music Library to enjoy on their devices. So that means um, I could add some Apple Music music through to um, a memory on my phone or um, my iPad. And it also means that there'll be like tailored things um, to the tone and retro design of uh, my memory. Now, um, there's also the shared with you bit of photos, um, and yep. So that's all I really want to talk about with iOS 15. Now, turning over to iPadOS 15, there's not a lot um, that's different, 
But there are a few things that have been changed only on the home screen. And that means um, that a few of the designs have been changed as well. So let's turn to widgets on the home screen and a few of the other changes that we got in iOS last year. Now, I'm going to turn to App Library first. You can now get App Library widgets on the home screen and, um, actually, forget the and. Um, I thought there was a last little feature, but there is not. Um, you can now have widgets on the home screen and App Library on your um, iPad. So that means that I could edit pages with the app library features and I could um, paste widgets on the home screen tailored with the smart stack as well. Now, um, there are a few things like app switcher, uh, multitasking, um, all new widgets like with um, Game Center, all of that. There's also something called Quick Note. Where with my Apple Pencil, if I uh, swipe on a corner and drag it down or um, drag it up, I can actually get a quick note where I can jot down information over any app or screen. So let's just say I wanted to do um, um, a quick note in the best parks in San Francisco. I can um, open up a, what am I saying? I can open up a quick note. And I could write down, for example, 10 a.m. hike, question mark. And I could automatically swipe it back away. And there's also a way to see your apps, um, your quick notes in notes. So that's um, quick notes. Now, I will also tell you that there are a new hashtag symbols where if you tag a note, like, for example, if I was to tag a note, um, my notes um, as hashtag WWDC21, I can have a way to go into my um, hashtag symbol. Um, there's a little um, section and I could go um, to all my notes with the word hashtag WWDC21 and I could view my note there. So, other than that, there's not many other um, big things that are coming to iPad. Um, so, that's iPad. Now, I'm not going to – I know I said beforehand that I might talk a bit about um, some other platforms. I've actually decided now, otherwise I'm going to be going on for too long, I've actually decided now that I'm not going to just because um, of time and all of that, I'm not going to. But I do want to confirm something with Home, and that is that um, there's this new um, accessory alliance where um, if you have a HomeKit-enabled device, you can actually um, add stuff like, I believe, Google, um, Amazon products and still have stuff on the HomeKit app with Siri. So that's something I just wanted to quickly go through. Um, so, yeah. All right, guys. Um, I'm just going to quickly talk about the beta. So you can get the beta at betaprofiles.com. Um, um, you will need to go through a verification, but that is okay. It's just to prove that you're not a robot, which 
every website does now, um, if you can believe it. Um, and, and yeah, and you'll be able to get the beta profile there. And I can tell you, everyone is going to love the new features. Everyone. Alright guys, thank you for joining me and I hope you all love the new features. Again, you can go to the Apple website, apple.com. Remember, not slash au slash or not any other website, the US site. And you can see previews from what I've been talking about. Thanks guys. Have a